Man, it's good to be back in the studio. Uh, it's been a little while. It's been last time we were in here. It was the middle of turkey season, and and, and uh, I think we were swapping turkey stories with Steve Brown. Was it was it that one? Was it the last time we podcast? I think so. Old Steve <laughs> was in here gobbling yeah. it up a little yeah. bit. Uh, so uh, so look, a, a lot's happened since then, and, and we had every intention of, of being a little bit more frequent, but. It's a tough time of year to get everybody in, and, and everybody's going different directions. And at, at one point, I think Chris was in New York. I was in Texas, and I don't know where Mitt was. That's right. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful country up there for sure. I yeah. Mean, we, we chased some turkeys up there and, and uh, seen some rock walls. It was probably built 200 years ago. And, and That's uh, a cool part. I've, yeah, I've, was, I've never cool. been up there turkey hunting. But that's, that's one of the spots. I, I don't really have any big ambition of, of – of the U.S. Super Slam or killing one in all 49 states that have them, but the, yeah, the Northeast cool, New yeah. York is one of the places I would like to go. That, yeah, it, to it, it was cool. Woods. It was it was really nice people. I'm, I'll tell you some of the down to earth people up there. You know, they New York City, I guess, gets the gets the the poker there, but yeah. uh, those people were just super nice just dairy farmers, folk. good yeah. country dairy farm, good people. Uh, just just great guys yeah well i got over to texas and i finished my grand slam i needed a rio and uh amanda and that's I right i forgot that's right you got him killed a big rio and checked that box that was fun that's a neat habitat and landscape to hunt turkeys in and yeah. and i think it was brian hollis that summarized it better than anybody after i got back and i had a video of my hunt brian said and, and i'm i'm paraphrasing but I may misquote him. He said, everybody who hunts Easterns deserves a Rio every now and then. He's right. <laughs> He's right. Man, that was fun to watch that, that turkey do what a turkey's supposed to do. That was fun. That's right. You know, Brent, if everybody I've seen has man, when are y'all going to put out another podcast? You know, we're waiting, we're waiting. And, you know, it's just getting like, I mean, you've been talking about it. And, and uh, this is really an important time of the year to do Oh, it's huge! You're setting the table You're right setting now. You're the setting table. the table right. for fall. 100%. Like if you think, you think about May and June, that's the last thing you you know you may be thinking about is deer season. But you're setting the table for your fall. Right. I now. work more in May and June and the first part of July than I do all through, except for maybe food plot season when we're planting them. Yeah. But as far as habitat, getting them ready, summer crops. Yep. Duck ponds, all of that stuff is spraying, spraying the yep. big thing is right now. Yep. I mean, we're doing it right now, and um, I, you know, we. So I don't know what Brent's going to name it, but I'm calling it the checklist, and 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 kind of that's what we're doing, and we're going to go through some stuff that we're doing right now live that you can do all summer, plus um, just some things that if you're not doing them, you need to be doing them. You know, some things that that'll help you. When it comes to the fall of the year, yeah. you'll be a little bit ahead of the game. Yeah, if you're sitting there, look, if you if you got your earbuds in and you're down on, on the beach listening to this, you can get on back home, there's going to be some work to do. And look, there's nothing home. wrong with sitting an hour and a half waiting on to eat some fried shrimp. I, <laughs> I'm all about it, but it, uh, you know, yeah. you, you better get that tail on that tractor seat. Yep, yep, it can get away from you quick this time of year, too. Yes, it will right now. I mean, we're, we're getting it right now. Yep, so y'all probably noticed by now uh, we're missing one voice. Mitt had something come up last minute, and, and he couldn't be in the studio with us. So there's an outside chance he'll call in and we'll stick him on, but but I don't know yet. Uh, it's Like I said, like we said, it's, it's tough to get everybody together, but we're going to roll on with this, with this uh, kind of going through, like Chris said, the uh, 
the summer, late spring, summer checklist, things if you're not doing, you should be doing, things you can do, uh, and even some things that where, where Chris, you've had to pivot a little bit from your original plan. Oh, uh, no question. Because, look, yeah. we were talking, I remember us talking back in, in, in it was during turkey season, you, you were fired up about having some joint vets booked. That's right. I had, had it booked since I had it booked since January. Missed it last year because they had a shortage. Booked it, had everything intentions was going to plant I think around 30 acres of it this year. And I mean, we were ready to go with it. Had, you know, I already had the already had the fields listed where I was going going to field, you know, plant it, double crop it, and guess what? Lost it again. Shortage. Isn't that something? It's unbelievable. I had people call me from south. Yeah. That Got it every year. Want to? Hey, hey, do you got any there? And I, yeah, and I said, Oh yeah, yeah, I got some coming. Well, guess what? <laughs> I didn't get in. You know, I didn't get it coming. It, yeah. didn't, it didn't make it. Yeah. So and, I don't know what the I don't know what the end game on is. I'm gonna do a little investigating on it. But yeah, and, and we may follow uh, up on that because you know, aside from the shortage issue, joint vetch is an interesting American summer, joint vetch. It, it is. Like, y'all, let me tell you something. If you can get some of it, it is the ticket. I have watched deer hundred degrees. And sit out there and eat it in the middle of the day. They just like it. And, yeah. it, and it's very easy to plan. I mean, it's, you know, where you want to broadcast it, you know, drill it, you know, throw it out there and bush all over. It, it, it's I all, guess that's it's why short. there's a shortage. <laughs> I guess. It, it's it Something's going on with it. But it is a very, very good, uh, it's a good species. I like it. High in protein. It is solid. Yeah, all right. Well, look, let's start there. If you want to start there, we kind of set it up. We could do that. With you having a pivot from your plan. Sure. You you were set up going into yeah. summer food plot season. You were going to plant. I know we talked before. I think you were you you didn't really have any plans to plant any beans, and you're standing corn and, right. and joint vetch was your plan. So what's what's it look like? Well, but where I usually plant the beans at, and I, you know, like I said, I put the fence around. Them. I put standing corn. I, I doubled my corn up this year because of how good it done. So I planted uh, two different two different spots you know one of them nine or ten acres one of them six acres so uh but so what i was gonna do is all my other fields i double crop them i, I always have it's 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 a funny thing but i'll go in there and double crop them so when my you know i've got that fixation belenza in every almost every field except for my white clover and um so i've sprayed it and and, and managed that fixation i've sprayed my white clover also and uh, Brent, I think you said somebody hit you up about yeah, look, what to plant. Yeah, every time. Well, what to spray? Uh, what clover. to spray? That, that's sorry. one of the. Yeah. That's one of the questions I get a lot on TikTok or Instagram. I'll post a video. We're doing something. Uh, we'll post something on this clover, and and that's one of the questions you get. Well, well let me really give you a office. quick one before how, I jump what, in. What to spray clover with? So, clover is a you know you have to spray it with a selective herbicide. So Mitt's gonna be so proud of me for saying this, but um, so what we do. Well, you, you got a, it's a two-part mix. So you have a, um, a part mix that kills just the grass. And the, and the technical name is clethodime. So it's C-L-E-T-H-O-D-I-M. And, um, it, you know, that's the, that's the active ingredient. And, I mean, it's in select, volunteer, post. It's all of those. It's in all of those mixes. But what that does, that kills the grass out of your clover, which, let me tell you now, grass competes with it big time. So you've got to spray it out of there. And then I mix it with a 2,4-D-B butyrac. And remember that. You can't spray it with 2,4-D. It'll kill it all. But 2,4-D-B with butyrac. And I mix that in, in a little crop oil. And uh, what my mix for a 100-gallon tank, and I'll let y'all break it down. I usually put a gallon 
of the clithidine. I'll put two and a half gallons of the butyrac, and then I'll put about a quarter gallon of the crop oil in there in, in the mixture. And uh, it, that's that's my that's my. It, it, it'll make it as clean as a pen, really. Will it'll take all the you know weeds out, weed out. You know, and I'll spray that a lot of times, Brent. I'll spray it not just now, but I'll spray it all through the summer. Like if I get a lot of rain and get a big flush of grasses, mm-hmm. so I'll spray it in the spring, late spring, early summer. Uh, I just sprayed some last week, and then I'll come back again in, in July or August if I see it real, you know, real grassy yeah. or real weedy. I'll hit it again and uh, clean them up. So that that's the spray, and and you reach out to Brent, and we'll we'll kind of put some of that stuff out there on the on the uh one of the sites i don't know brent's the rent controls all that stuff but but so um to getting back to the what we're planting so i've sprayed uh the fixation belenza usually plays out and you know it's it was bred up north in oregon and miss recent demands and she she's kind of the the queen of the fixation belenza she's the only game in town and so remember when you get that stuff you want to make sure it's fixation you, it, you know belenza clover is a is common but the fixation brand is what you want. So it usually plays out for us here um, 25th to June the 5th or 6th hot on weather. Wait, hot weather. Hot. 90 degrees. 90, over 90 degrees turns it, destroys it. I mean, it just turns it down. Yeah. So what I try to do, what my game plan was, was to, as soon as that stuff starts laying down and starts playing out, so, so I got my seed. It's a heavy reseeder, so Brent, so I got my, seed sitting out there for next year i was gonna come back in and drill that joint veg yeah and it's come right behind it so number one i didn't clean the table number two if the table's clean it's only clean for a week or so yeah then i got another you know 18 to 25 percent protein you know plant form so uh you know when i got the call that i couldn't get the veg and everybody else couldn't get the veg i got nervous so i went to the next available source and, and, and is alice clover and and i like alice clover pretty good they like it. it it's it's very high if you can get them to eat it it does really well and if you got high deer densities mm-hmm. like some of these tracks we got it it, it it does real well to it it's it's a little hard to kill you know in the fall of the year yeah but it, it makes a lot of you know it, it's a faster one thing i do like about it over the joint over the uh joint veg it's faster yeah. it establishes itself faster and i usually try to drill it about 15 to 20 pounds of acre and uh it does but i drill it right through the i drill it right through the, the yeah uh, and you mentioned having stuff, to, having yeah. to kill it later in the fall when you get ready to plant so right so not having the joint vest doesn't just make you have to pivot now but it changes changes how you Whole, manage the herbicide later on yeah yeah so i'm changing the game in october yeah you know getting ready to you know do the stuff so uh but anyway it, yeah we talk uh, all the time about sort of being a student and intentional about what you're what you're doing right and, that, and that's a pretty good example of it just right. being flexible and just having to adjust and, it, and it's a good it's a it's a good species i mean it's anytime you can feed them something that's you know high in that protein like it is you need to go for it if you can yeah. uh, plus they get used to coming to that field to eat when that yeah and you said something about not 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 clearing the plate yeah cleaning and that's, that's a reference right. we make all the time about you know keeping something out there and it's not necessarily from a bag and it's not always from a food plot so there's there's those crop production curves so there's those windows between when yeah. that fall plot is playing out and you got a window between there and when those summer plots get up and 
and sometimes that's out of a bag. Sometimes you fill in those blanks with a bag. And like right. we looked at today, we looked at that burn at Mayhew, and you can tell where they shifted over there. Start eating that ragweed that's and right. stuff. Yeah, that's right. And when it started playing out, when that balenza and those, you know, those cereal grains. I think it was, you know, what I plant, wheat, oats, and rye, albine rye. Mm-hmm. rye. And then I come back with that blenza, and, and you notice when it started playing out, they went right into there. But, you know, it was funny, Brent, they wasn't far off that field, was they? Mm-hmm. They, no. were pretty, they were yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Right on the edge of those yeah. fields, we walked that burn today, and we'll, we'll put some video up, and you could just see where they're browsing certain species yeah. that have come back in that burn. And, I'm uh, telling you, 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 had the, you had the ragweed, and you had the goldenrod, mm-hmm. little partridge pea. But you had a lot of uh, blackberry, and they were eating. They were eating every one of those species. So that's good. That's what you want. That's yeah. what you know. Now that's I mean, that's, that's, that's the perfect game. illustration of how that works. About how about always this? having them somewhere. It ain't it ain't twenty one dollars a bag either. Yeah, it's free. That's right. I mean, it's there, and uh, we just tapped into that resource, running that yeah. fire, running that run that, that herbicide, and that and that fire. I mean, that brought it out of there. Yeah. Um, the mineral stations, Brent. You know, I started putting the mineral. Um, I try to put it out the last week in January, and, and they're really funny to it, you know. But I, I did something new with it this year. I put it in a darn uh, – look, y'all going to laugh, but I put it in a turkey broiler pan and put it in the middle of one of my uh, my big feeders and, and uh, you know, a trough feeder type feeder with a roof on it, and I put it right in the middle to see if they would, you know, get to it because you, you pour it on the ground or you pour it on a stump and you lose so much of it. And a particular product, you know, Jason Hollis, Hollis Farms, I mean, they, those guys kind of coined, you know, the nutrition and some of those deer. And, and when he was running his, his high fence, uh, he put me on this goat mineral that Ware Millen has, and it is phenomenal. They like it. Not really expensive. And, and uh, we'll put it up there, too. I, I saved the thing and let people see it. But uh, they started hitting it. I mean, they're hitting it. Matter of fact, I've got to go buy another load and put it out. But, I mean, they've eat two pans of it up. And, I mean, you know, a pan of mineral, I mean, you're talking about 15, 20 pounds of it. That's a good bit of mineral. Yeah. But that means they're they're going to it. I mean, there's nothing else in that feeder but the mineral. So uh, that's that was a pretty cool thing to, to yeah. see. I they're mean, going that's to a, get what they need. They're going to get what they need. So what I'm telling the listeners, hey, you know, you've got salt licks or you've got stump licks or whatever. It's probably time to, to freshen them up a little bit yeah. if you haven't done it. Let's don't wait till October to run put your trophy rocks out. Yeah. Put them out now. You yeah. know, I mean, that's that that's time of year. Yeah. Put, put them out now, yeah. and, and and hey, you know, one of our good clients, Doctor Edwards. I mean, he'll he'll run a camera and he'll get them he'll get them growing all the way through. Yeah, I I see. I've got buddies that that run these their, their summer, late spring, summer, and like growing season, antler growing right. season cameras on mineral stations. And it'd be pretty cool to watch them when they start yep. and then identify them. You all watch the way that up. antler antler development. You it's get those cool. bachelor groups daylighting a lot of times but if you want to see them you put them trophy rocks you put them they go to them right now now they're those bucks are 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 drawn to them um you know and that's a that's another thing that that um that you know it's another tool in that box but it's a but it's look right now is when they need that mineral and and if you could you know if you've got that deer that's right on the if he's right on the that marginal shooting last year you know he was a hundred and Whatever, whatever your goal is, but just say he's right on the. I'm, I'm going to throw 150 out. Okay, it just <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Whatever your number. Yeah, is. whatever your number is. But if he's on that goal and, and he's getting that mental intake, and you know you've got that, may be something to put him over the put him over the edge. You know. Yeah, that's right. Um, it, it's got to help. They like it too much. I mean, there's look 
we can look at it the redneck way. There's they dig holes big enough you can put a Volkswagen in. I mean they gotta they, they use it like sometimes. It. They, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. So uh, that that's a cool part. Yeah. So but it's not it's not too late to be so the guy. Uh, and the one thing I've done over the years is iron clay peas. Yeah, you know, the summer food plots. Yeah, soybeans. No. So, so we're we're recording right now. It's it's June fourth. Right. That's you've still got plenty of time to put in a. That's a summer right. Food and, plot. and Bobby and them's got some pretty cool stuff over at Biologic. They got yeah. some cool things, some peas, different kind of peas, and some kind of a a large soybean, a, a big leaf soybean, yeah. in which you know, me to be that's a lab lab. Well, that, but they have a large leaf soybean over. I think, you know, the group fives are bigger, yeah. have a really big leaf on them. And, um, but I, but I saw a lot of that stuff and, and, and it looks pretty good. I mean, some, you know, there's different products out there. Yeah. Like we said, my, my point is it's not too late. No, like, this you know, is the we, time. We, we, we joked earlier. If you, if you laid up well, on I mean, the beach on that summer vacation, well, you, you think know, about you, got, this. you still got time to come if, home. If you're in it. the South, you think about this. They're just now combining wheat. Okay. Yeah. So, what do they do? Most farmers, they come back behind them with what? Wheat beans. Mm-hmm. So within the next two weeks, two or three weeks, they're going to be planting beans, and they're actually harvesting those beans in the fall of the year. Yeah. So you, you do you do have time now. I mean, but I would be, i tell you what I would moisture. do. Moisture. Moisture. Is factor. Your, that's your factor. You get into July, and you pray for a hurricane. But, uh, you know. And I'm in the power business. Yeah, I'm not yeah, praying for a hurricane. No. <laughs> but. Um, but when you're in the growing business, yeah. uh, look, that, may be that magic is that water. I can yeah. promise you. It don't matter what variety you plant. If you ain't got yeah. no water on it, you you out of luck. Um, but, Brent, there's another thing that, that, that you tapped on, and you've helped me for the last years, but, but the duck ponds. You know, we haven't had a podcast on duck ponds, and we plant them every year. Yeah. We plant sloughs. We plant a duck hole and, and – uh, yeah, and you're right on like timing on that. Yeah, and I just got... let my water off mine what three weeks ago? Was it three, four weeks ago? Remember, I held it on there a little longer because yeah. I didn't want to have to keep spraying it. Yeah, <laughs> but but um, and because you know, look, you live and learn from mistakes. But me and Brent let the water out of that thing uh, four or five years yeah. ago, when and we had turkeys nesting in it. Yeah. And and the problem was it jumped up, and we had turkeys go out there and nest in it. And then when I went through there spraying it, I mean I. I you know well, I, I wiped out two turkey. You, as soon tur- as you let it out, you, you get this growth. This oh, it comes growth off. Coming. That's right. It's more soil, and you put sunlight on it, and things grow. And it, it comes out of the woodwork. So I held the water on a little little longer this year than I let it out. But uh, we've got it. We had it dried, and and uh, we've got some video coming on it. We'll put on the where I let the water out, and then I sprayed it. Uh, I let it. I let it do its first flush. What we call a flush, and what that means is that first batch of crabgrass and grasses that's been sitting under that water and, and i mean they they blow out of woodworks on that but um i sprayed them and i come back and planted uh corn in it and then we're going to plant some uh different kinds we're going to plant some chihuahua millet and going to plant some maybe some golden millet in there and and you know worst come to worst you can plant a little japanese i mean it's they still like it but it Good like way. i said all that is time i mean we're we're sitting in the here in the first of june so july you can plant that stuff up to august you know a lot of those moist soils and stuff and i mean if you're blowing beaver dams and trying to get water off sloughs you know it's a different game then but uh but i tell you this working around army worms army worms that's right on a millet the later you have you if you plant millet in the woods you might as well get ready for some army worms you get you some insecticide to kill them but um 
you know, there's another thing in, in anybody that's doing it. Use that, you know, we keep talking about that spray rig, and I'm trying to get Mitt to do a whole, because he is a genius. He's a wizard of the spraying. I mean, he put me on. If it wasn't been for what he's taught me on spraying and, and using my spray rig, um, I couldn't I couldn't take care of a, of any of it. And, and uh, it's just a, um, but using that spray to, you know, you, know, you think about it, you're, you're planting a millet, which is a grass, okay? So once you plant that millet, you're done with keeping it clean. You don't have any other way to keep it clean. So the best thing somebody could do if you're, if you're planning on planting that millet is keep your duck hole clean until you get ready to plant it, okay? Yeah. Uh, Roundup, glyphosate, I mean, whatever you want to put. You know, Brent, you sit on that tractor of mine, and we sprayed, and then two weeks we spraying again, you know. We're trying to keep up with those flushes, and then you know, eventually you'll make them back. Germinates, you're done. You don't have that a tool to control. Well, you know weeds. how quick it grows, Brent. Yeah. You've seen it. I mean, uh, it's uh, you know, and once it once it gets its roots in the ground, it's gone. And then you know, uh, you know what? What's that? What's a, what's our old biologist buddy from the cores? I always call it moist soil areas. Yeah. Well, it'll be moist soil areas if you don't spray it, because that's what you're gonna have. And for some reason, everything you don't want to grow is a hundred percent. That's a very fertile stronger, environment. Everything stronger, grows stronger. Um, but it, it's it's pretty solid. It's it's a uh, it's fun. I mean, right now, this time of year, I make a I keep it in my mind, but I make a checklist. And and I mean, it's like right now, um, at the farm, I'm I'm like I said, planting the Alice clover. Okay, waiting on rain. We're getting the rain right now. Then I'm wanting to jump to, you know, go over to the Mayhew track where we burned at, and which Mitt's scalded my tail because he said, Chris, you've got, you've got a natural bean field, what we burned, you know, this spring. But I want to plant something so bad I can't stand it because I like to watch it grow. Yeah. But uh, There's a lot of food out there. A lot of food. It, walking out there and looking at it, Brent, it was pretty, pretty neat to see that. Uh, because you know you got to witness the fire going across it. I mean, you yep. you see that destruction of that fire. You know, twenty five, thirty foot flames running across that thing at you know fifteen, twenty miles an hour, and then all of a sudden now it just looks like it's, it's just flush with green, and, and uh, it looked real good. Yeah, it made a big difference, and yeah. and that fire that fire is neat because you're intentionally you're trying to kill out those pines you're trying to kill those all the woody yeah. species hardwoods and and, yep. and pines just to keep it in that yep. early it's succession. a kill fire yeah. and you know like i said with mitt coming in and you know that that whole thing started and we're going to use it as a guinea pig but because we mitt tried some different you know several different uh what i call cocktails on it but you know it starts off with him spraying it and and then you know us putting that fire in it but uh it's pretty solid it, it looked good um, what about some property up there, uh, Brent? You ain't you? Uh... Yeah, man. It's just there's been a lot going on. Uh, talking about work and projects. Got a uh, got a real cool track, a little small track in uh, in Western Octavia Hall County. We're about about to list and have on the market. Uh, I do. Uh, it's a managed track. It's a cool track. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh. You know, small tracks don't come around very often. And small good tracks. Small good tracks. Small right. tracks with diversity. They don't come around and, and, and they don't they talk to the experts. They don't tend to stay on the market that long. So right. so I've got a uh I do I got 
work with a broker. Work right. with Jody Davis out of hometown, right. hometown realty here, and, and list some properties now and then. And we got got this forty one acre track gonna be on the market. Uh, maybe by the end of the week, it is. It's something neat. Now. Well, I know so who it's, set it's it up. A, I know who set it up, managed it. So well, I know it's a cool track. It's I, I won't you know? throw around the term turnkey very often because turnkey implies that it's over. You just walk in and you take it over. And and we know like the things we've talked about up to right. now that it's a process. You're never done. But this is a property that you could walk in. Look, we could go to contract. We close on this thing in 30 days, and you could be out there planting. And and, and doing deer, your own and, stuff and, and that's deer right. hunting this yeah. fall, like and it's, it's affordable right now. It'd yep. be affordable, yep. you know. You could, that's the thing track. about small tracks; you can afford them. You don't have to buy a big tractor to manage it. You could take care of this with a small tractor and a ranger. Uh, you know, the key to a small track, and you hear me saying, because you know I love a small track, is your neighbors. And, and that particular track's got good neighbors, oh, big God, timber look, company. Yeah, but look, you know, it's, we it's talk good. about that that three to five to eight year old cutover being that ideal habitat. That's right. Look. The timber company just just cut all around it. That's it. It's going to be a deer factory. Yeah, for the next, you know, for the next ten or fifteen. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, and, it's and look, going to be sweet. And look, if you had to buy a track that was managed, somebody, if you could buy a track, Mitt Woodlaw owned. <laughs> and that, that's right. I don't know if you could walk into something better. Than Little that, guinea pig. It. That's yeah, right. But yeah, well, that, that's going to be uh, that's going to be exciting. Got property coming on the market and we'll we'll put some stuff on facebook I'll, once it's officially listed we'll I'll yeah. put some stuff out there well but it I'm goes back to that. what it goes back to what we tell and and people that listen to this thing and that are serious about it you know the, the better managed tracks bring better money yeah i mean these we, we bottom line i don't know if we can put it any better than we have before is that these recreational values on this on this land is, is outpacing right in this market right now it's it's beating the pants off timber value in a lot no of cases and i, mean, I hate to say that but it is yeah yeah uh i got a picture out there on this property this particular property i think i, I sent it to you and mitt friday it's, got, it's a, cool got a now. picture of three poults crossing a ditch and there's a hen up there on the His hill mama. behind them yeah yeah that's pretty cool it's always cool to get poult pictures in it. and i don't i don't put uh when i run spring cameras or, or especially right uh brooding season i don't put them on bait i feel like you're setting a trap for them you're setting ambush yeah. spots so I'll, I'll put cameras just sort of on natural on trails and, you've always been pretty good at that just yeah. natural spots i just i don't want to set them up you know it's one yeah. if, you, if you put it on food you're probably going to get a good picture but right. you may you may set them up you, you create ambush spots. there's one thing brent i didn't I, and i wanted to, to key on because it kind of ties a lot of our podcast in but i had hunter Krim come over and trap coyotes and he wound up trapping six mm-hmm. in in ten days on my place. Uh, he he, you know, we, we put some. I think he put some stuff out on the, yeah. on uh, and I think he may have put some out on my Instagram. But he um, he really showed me how to do it. I've never trapped them before. I'm, I always hire it and get it done. But but he he kind of set these things out. And I'm gonna tell you something. It was pretty neat. It's he neat caught. to watch somebody that that knows what to do. He knows. That has he knows everything. how to do it. Yeah, I tell you what. That's if if if, if y'all are listening and and you know, some people go in a trap and kind of half cock think they can wing it and, and get yeah. by. Man, somebody that somebody that traps. Well, one thing about it, Hunter, it's neat to what watch I like him about, go about Hunter, he's done it for so long when he was young because I kind of picked his brain on. I've known him since he was twelve, but he he had. He just loved trapping and his and his passion, and he loves to show people how to trap landowners, and, and and he showed me how to trap. I mean, he 
Let me tell you something. He didn't like that. He didn't like that prairie mud. He was beating on that mud. He said, man, I ain't never seen nothing like this stuff. He had to bring some out of Alabama dirt in there to to set the traps. He he had to bring two buckets of it. But I I tell you this, and this was was really cool. You know all them Alabama boys, they ride around with some of that red Alabama dirt. Oh, he keeps it. Yeah, he keeps it in the truck with him. Ain't no doubt. Yeah, that's right. He's he's, (laughs) That national championships, Hunter, don't let him hate on you. But um, I, I tell you what he did do, and we didn't overkill those turkeys, but my turkeys stopped gobbling a lot down there late in the season. It was a little weird. So when Hunter started trapping them, and, and he caught them, like you said, in seven to ten days, look, we were down there checking traps and hearing turkeys gobble every time he went down there in the middle of the day. I don't know, but you know darn well that some of those coyotes that we caught on that place had been harassing those turkeys. Yeah. And he wiped them. I mean, he wiped six of them it just, you know, not counting – and then we got some skunks and and some coons and and then I bombarded on the coons, but uh, but he he uh he caught those coyotes and let me tell you something it was a game changer and I'm gonna I've never trapped just said I you know what I'm fixing to kill them and we had a bet I told him he'd catch five he said we'd catch ten and we caught six yeah but uh yeah. you know it was it was solid and we caught a bunch of big coyotes but uh he everywhere he would see you know those trappers are just sharp they just understand. And he'd say, Chris, we're going to put two here. Okay. I said, all right, well, why are we going to put two here? Well, I, I want to put two here because this, you know. And we went in, and he showed me. He said, look, I want you to bush off this road, this road, this road, connect them. Create those corridors. Create them. And, and, yeah. and we done, I done right what he told us to do. We bush hogged them, and we caught coyotes. We caught coyotes the next day after we bush hogged on those, on those trails. Yeah. So uh, that, that was cool. That was a, that was a cool thing. And, and uh so that's not just us talking about it; it's us on the ground doing it, yeah, and 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 reaching the benefits of it, you know. Yeah, look, y'all are listening right now, and you're thinking, "My God, these boys are all over the place," and 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 we are a little bit because, and we set it up front. There is a lot. Number one, it's, it's we're kind of catching up some of the stuff we've been doing for the last month and a half since we since we podcast, but also that illustrates there's a lot of things right now this time of year you can be doing to improve that habitat uh not not just to improve you know set the table for your deer season for your fall but to improve that habitat right now is is, is a, is a well, big thing. well little things think about this so some clover i spray some i bush hog so the reason i bush hog it now and before the the phones i mean for the um before the um poults start dropping is to give them a travel corridor you know give those give those poults a way hey they can feed and then they can get out of there if they want to and you don't have I mean you think about it when you down here in mississippi in alabama i mean you got stuff that you ain't bush all gets up three foot right now mm-hmm. most of the roadsides are high and overgrown and you know, if you don't yeah, keep look, yeah if, if you shut your shooting house door the last day of deer season and walked away and you hadn't been back yeah, it's, it, it looks different. Yep. And, you know, we, we try to tell people this, and it, it may be your game that you play, but don't wait till September of next year to go start. I mean, look, if you've got a spray rig, it wouldn't hurt. Let me tell you something. You would be money ahead in July to spray your fields, okay? Just go over and spray them. Number one, you spend a little time down there. You may pick up some sheds, but but spray your fields. And get them ready. Get that stuff ready and, and, and get your place ready. Yep. Um, it, it's less work for them. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to, you're going to, you're going to pay 
it'll pay big dividends in the in the fall of the year. Yeah, and most most people that have land, most people enjoy they do getting that. Doing that's that. right. That's that's good use of your time. The other thing right now, and and we talk about this on some of the other podcasts, and and we kind of kind of pick at you a little bit, is uh, is, is back back in the winter when you're sitting in a shooting house looking at those wet spots and looking at your drainage issues, but it's too wet to get in there. Right now. Right now. You need to be on that yellow uh, iron to get that tractor out of you if you have to hire it. Look, look, I haul look, a go load to, of, Go to United Rental, see my buddy over there, and rent you, rent you a piece of equipment right. if you that's have it. to. That, you can do it. And we and say this. fix them right now. And really getting on the rental stuff, hey, hit your NRCS bunch. A lot of times they'll have a drill mm-hmm. you can use. They'll have different, you know, leveling stuff. Yep. Um, and they'll have some, you know, they have some things out there. Find your lime buggy right now. Find your lime buggy. Soil, soil test. It. Get get that pH. Look at that that ten dollar, twelve dollar soil test used to be two dollars or five dollars. I can't remember, but right now is the time to do it. Yep. And and uh, you know, it's, but those it's, projects. That's another thing. Yeah. Just look. This is a punch list. We're gonna remind you of all those things that we talk about, and sometimes we'll mention them casually. When we're talking about setting up a track, but but you identify. Some of those problem spots you identified back in the winter, back when it was wet. And this is the time of the year that if you just bought your track, yep. or you're saying, okay, we're fixing to make this track. Hey, this is the time of year you're starting to do the work. You're starting to make these food plots. You're starting to, to you know, excavate and make these roadsides and, and roll these roads up. These are the times to do this. Yep. And, and uh, you know, it's getting dry. and, and, and that's Because you don't want to come up. Dude, you don't want to wait till right before the end of August, no. September, and have a have a laundry list of things to do. The world's worst. I'm gonna tell you the number one thing. Me being in the timber business, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there. The world's worst. I think people try to do is they try to fix roads right before deer season. And this is your time mess. to fix, fix the road. <laughs> fix that road. Okay, because right let me tell you where the let me tell you the the you can't fix the road in the winter. You can't. You, you, everybody want to get that blade, that bonnet blade, or they want to get that dang tail blade that, that Pawpaw had on the tractor. Uh, Ain't worth the crap. Get that land plane. Yeah, land plane. So they up there rolling that road up, and when it rains on it, it's just a slick. You fall off in the ditch, yeah. or you rut it to death. So guess what? Here's here's what you got going for you right now. If you fix that road right now, go to the deer camp, fix that road, fix those wet spots. Majority of the people are not going to be their butts down there. They're going to be at the beach. Travel ball. Are they gonna be at travel ball, trying Skiing to get that second out there on the river, trying to get that second place ring. <laughs> That's right. And 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 it's you know what it is. It's it's, it's river volleyball time. So everybody's out yep. there, you know, uh, running it up pretty hot and heavy. Be money ahead yeah. right now to be doing. Fix your things. road right now, and I can promise you, fix them right now. You got June, July, August for them to dry and harden up, and you'll have some good roads. Uh, and you can grab, like I said, you could if you fix them now. You could grass them with some pretty good seeds, some mm-hmm. some Alice clover or some millet or something, and 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 you'll have the you know best of both worlds. Dove fields. Yeah, you still Dove I don't fields. I, you know if, if you, you what some millet? of the, some of the millets forty five and ninety day millet That's you, right. you got time I mean, you, to, got you got plenty got time. of time now sunflowers I think you're a little sunflowers, bit tricky. You're look, I but, love late. You know, the second, third season well, dove hunts. Well, what people are doing now, these sun, during sunflowers, okay, they're not letting them drought on them. They're oh. taking them, spraying them down with, with Roundup or Gramoxone, and they're you can burn them down anytime you want to yeah. now. That's I mean, they've, they've learned that, you know, if they're still green, as long as they got a good head on them, what's it matter? And and we're going to try something different this year, me and, me and Sherwin. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start killing the dove field off. 
keeping it clean. We're going to spray it with some dual, some pre-emergent, and keep it clean. That way we ain't out there disking four foot of grass or trying to burn it off and, and during the driest part of the year, you know. Uh, and we're going to try to keep a little, little, little grain scratch out there, a little wheat, you know, and kind of keep a little early, just see about feeding them early. So, well, I love a good dove hunt. Ain't no question about that. It's hard to beat that because, look, you laugh, but now kids are starting school in July. Yeah. August right around the corner. September, we're shooting at doves. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 look, the older I've gotten in my life, the quicker it's gone by. Well, it's not just that. It's you're doing so much more. Like, like we're talking about right now, you don't really, and, and everybody's got their own level that they're going to be into this, okay? Yeah, and, and I say that just for, for content and for context, we understand that compared to most of your buddies at work or at church, we're into this a little bit more than most people. Probably. It's a so way of life. That's right. Yeah. So there really is, and if you listen to this, odds are you're that, you're, you're just like us. Right. Like this is what you do. This isn't a chore. This is what you do. You enjoy it. Uh, but there is no off-season. There is always 12 months out of the year, there's something you can be doing to improve that track of land, to add a little value to it, uh, to improve your eyes. And, and, you know, it's – it's. Well, I almost said it's not about getting the biggest buck. I mean, it kind of is, but there's, um, but there's also the, just the satisfaction. Like you said, you like seeing stuff grow. I love it, man. I love to, I love to watch it grow, and, and, and I love to see stuff benefit from it too. Yeah. I, what's yeah. neat to me, and, and today was as good an illustration as there ever was, walking through that burn at Mayhew and seeing the brows. You know, and watching since, them eat it. Since, that, since that, that clover has turned and now they're in the green, the green is over where it, where it was black after we burned it. Right. And now it's greened right. up. And, and to see how, see how wildlife responds. I'm kind of rambling yeah. a little bit, but that, that's what's neat to me is to watch wildlife respond to the manipulation, the things you do. And it, it's, um, they're going to, I don't care what you do in, in any track, small track, big track. The more you provide for them and the more you do for them, the better they're going to do. And, and yeah. you know, everything's got a limitation. Yep. You know, money, uh, a budget. You know, your time. I mean, look, let me tell you something. There ain't, I love to, look, my girls played, volley, you know, played softball, and I got one in volleyball now. And Hey, if, if you got boys and they, they're playing travel ball, that's where you need to be. I mean, that's yep. just. Enjoy it while you, enjoy while you it. got that's a small right. window. But, you know, you come back on that. If y'all get beat out Saturday, come on back Sunday, get on that tractor. Yeah. Because it's going, you know, it's going to reap you the benefits. Yeah. There ain't nothing better than boys killing a big deer. Instead of getting that second place ring down there at the travel ball tournament, but uh, That's you right. know it's a it's a good deal. Shoot, man, there's a lot going on. It's it's, it's it exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to a good summer, good fall. Uh, got got a lot of things coming up. Got like I said, got this got this track in, in Sturgis in Octavia Hall County that about to have listed on the market. Got a couple other things we're looking at uh, property wise. Uh, you know. If you got one, look. If you got a track, you you thinking about selling or thinking about thinking about maybe moving up to another track. Hey, us, perfect opportunity. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, <clears throat> this time of year, uh, like I said earlier, we're, we're kind of this was a little bit of spitball all over the place, but 
but solid. Yeah, solid, solid stuff. Busy. I mean, if you're if you're serious about it, just hey, make your own checklist. You know, make your own checklist and 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 knock some of them out. All right, guys. Well, uh, we're going to probably get back a little quicker now. We are. <laughs> we, we're fired up now. All right, well, we out.